Welcome back to Entertainment Marketing Confidential, where we discuss, you know what, all kinds of random shit, but really we try to focus on topics surrounded entertainment marketing. I'm your host, Daphne, and as always, I'm joined by the producer, Eric, Eric. As you can hey. tell, we've been drinking, we've been recording, like the match game. <laughs> it's, oh my gosh, producer, like, I, to be like lame, like as a lame joke, it's like, oh yeah, my DJ name is Eric, Eric, Eric. That's, that's dumb. So dumb. So today we're chatting about entertainment at the grocery store. Now, why is this a topic? Maybe because I've spent two years with empty grocery stores or two years living in my house where going to the grocery store was my entertainment. Well, venues and movie theaters were closed. I got my excitement at the grocery store, but also I am completely fucking fascinated by the things I find in a grocery store when I can find product. Now, sort of the first part of this is Obviously, you go through the snack aisle. It's going to be SpongeBob fruit snacks. Like you're going to see entertainment IPs finding their way onto the pack of many snacks. And this completely fascinates me. And what really I find interesting is um, like, say, Wonder Woman in theater, or like you think of big movies or big TV shows that were supposed to come out on schedule before the pandemic. Um, and then thanks COVID messing that up, but a lot of brands had branded product that still had to go to shelf. So I have just been fascinating walking up and down the aisles of a grocery store. Eric, what's your take? I know I find entertainment anything, but I'm really just fascinated by this. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you see, I'm you, sorry, what? Did you pass out? Are you still there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having, I'm in my wine days. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, with the brands of wine, all right, no. Um, if you, yeah, if you go down, especially like for me, it's the cereal aisle. Like that's where it's always been. When you go back to the, like like in the eighties, you got the, the, the Olympics on the Wheaties and stuff. Like it, it's always the cereal. And now they're doing fucking crazy things. Like, I mean, they've been doing cookie brands and cereal for uh, forever, like Oreo and stuff, but um, yeah, the, just the branding for TV, for video, like you just see fucking, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw, I don't know, Stranger Things on a cereal box, you know. Or on a soda because of that one episode. And speaking of cereal, oh, yeah. what I thought was really interesting is, um, because I have an issue, I truly have an issue with gluten. So I kind of like just, I don't know, like cereals I don't eat, but the one cereal okay there's a couple but i'm just gonna say for this purpose i fucking love frankenberry <laughs> nothing says it's almost halloween like frankenberry and i will eat a fucking box of frankenberry in one sitting every year oh i see how well i'm over that? here with my how? i'm over here with my oh, count chocula and you're my rival okay now. there you go how come these have not become movies or tv shows or did they try and it failed because i'm like excuse me how's there not a fucking frankenberry movie that's the one true. character on a cereal box that we all love and has been around forever. I would fucking, yeah. I'd watch the shit out of a cartoon based on Captain Crunch sailing around fighting different cereal By the way, flavors. All kidding aside, when I was saying other cereals I love, Frankenberry, obviously, I fucking love Captain Crunch. And you know what else I like? Frosted mini wheats. Why? Fruity pebbles. <laughs> I, okay, that is that is one of the few that was actually like. 
a, a TV show that became its own serial brand, like Flintstones. Like, right. is, I don't yeah. think that's that's happened besides Flintstones. I'm sure it has. I'm just not in a place to think of that right now. But <laughs> this is a thing. Okay, by the way, me grocery shopping. This is the shit that goes through my head. And I have to say, the best fucking thing I saw in the grocery store this past year, Vampire Heinz. Like blood. Yeah. I bought them. I'm like, this is amazing. But then you think, again, I love when brands and IPs and people just do shit that's different and a little outside the lines. Like when Kentucky Fried Chicken did the Duraflame log. (laughs) I want my whole house to smell like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Like it's (laughs) random and weird, but I'm in. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I read an article about Kraft mac and cheese ice cream. Kraft, you're on crack. Jesus. No. This isn't garlic Ew. festival. Let's try some weird shit ice cream. This is the, what the actual fuck were you thinking? I've tried garlic ice cream. Am I going to try it? But what I'm saying is I'm at a garlic festival. I'm in Gilroy. I'm going to try anything with garlic. Who the fuck is going to go? Okay, here we go. Peppermint ice cream at Christmas. Let's give that a go. Reese's peanut butter cup ice cream. Oreo ice cream. Let's give it a go. You know any? Wait, have we run out of fucking shit where we're now putting Kraft mac and cheese in ice cream? There was um, there was this Kraft uh, mac and cheese did these flavor boosters, and one of them, and you know, they're like the normal ones that you would think, like poutine. I like fucking have all three right now. Well, the there's Tito's ones. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, there's no. There um, was a cotton candy one to make your mac and cheese taste like cotton oh. candy. Uh, yeah. No. Yuck! 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 Okay, cake mayonnaise. what the actual fuck you know what we have lived through a goddamn pandemic and when we get to the grocery store and we have food give me vampire hinds keep your stupid elsewhere this is maybe that's why we have supply chain problems is because we need to make whatever bullshit flavored ice cream no 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 like i like the craft mac and cheese i'm like no yeah just someone in there's drunk and you know what usually we're here for it but not now no, like, okay, things that should be ice cream, like putting fruity pebbles in ice cream. Oh, sure, okay. they have that. I think. I, I think I've seen yeah, fruity pebbles sure. ice cream. Come on, that makes sense. Yeah. Putting a peanut butter. Hold on, I have to derail. Talking about putting things in other things, and this is not a sex reference. <laughs> so, I love Reese's peanut butter cups. Like, I, I love peanut butter and shit. Like, I like that flavor. I love peanut butter cups. So they made like a bigger one that has potato chips in it which seems weird and gross but when you try it it just gives it a little um salty crunch like a little grit like maybe if you have like a really nice chocolate chip cookie with some like a oatmeal in it not an oatmeal cookie but like a little something mm-hmm. gives it a little texture maybe it feels more like a sandwich than a piece of candy but that shit was good so Going back to like a, if you're a Dairy Queen, you get a blizzard. Huh, I can mix in an Oreo. That makes sense. But on the other hand, I do appreciate doing shit that's weird. Like, you know what? Um, uh, the Foo Fighters, on their rider, they get KFC and champagne because they were drunk one night and had both. Okay, <laughs> let's try something different. Um, uh, waffles and fried chicken. So, okay, maybe Kraft mac and cheese is great in ice cream and I'm just judging too harshly because I do applaud taking some risks, taking some risk with what content you make, taking some risk with what products you're making. But then someone still needs to explain to me Starlight Coke Zero. (laughs) Daphne, that was four four episodes ago. We moved on. I know, 
<laughs> yeah, but I'm still drinking my Bacardi and Coke Zero. But again, like there's something where do we need this? And I know like, like how many times have we been sitting around talking about an upcoming film or TV show? And we're like, why? And we have yet to be wrong. When we've mm-hmm. given a thumb down on something, we've always been right. So I, I want to applaud, you know, going to the moon or sending people to outer space or trying new things for product, but going through the grocery store and going, craft mac and cheese feels like a no. Yeah. It, we've used yeah. That, t- that, that bandwidth, that technology to find another cure for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just have all these like, um, you have, you have all these food brands that, uh, you know, they know we've all been inside. They know like we're only going to the grocery store. And so they've had these yeah. last two years to be like, let's grab attention. Let's make it weird. And uh, yeah, it got kind of weird. <laughs> it was the craft mac and cheese and ice cream. Uh huh. So you have five year olds picking your combos. Got it. <laughs> you know, I just thought it was weird. So, like, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm truly fascinated by grocery stores. Like, I love seeing, like, years ago, like pre the grid going down. Like, I remember I was in, oh, I was in Beijing, I want to say 2015. And I had worked on a Pixels partnership with Red Bull for the. China market. And it was kind of cool to be in a China grocery store and see the on-pack assets and promotion for that. So, you know, if I'm in Peru, if I'm in China, if I'm in France, if I'm anywhere, I'm fascinated by grocery stores. I'm fascinated by the brands, uh, like, like in, uh, Argentina, the wine section, the Malbec section, (laughs) like amazing. Uh, China, like the soy sauce, like you go and you kind of see these. So I'm, I'm always fascinated by that sort of consumer experience in a grocery store. And I always love seeing whatever film or like a Heineken, like if they do something on pack in a different territory. So I find it highly entertaining. And I love how seeing the sort of licensing, et cetera, goes into the grocery store. But I feel like the craft Mac and cheese, we jumped a shark. Like I get putting whatever bullshit cartoon character on a fruit snack because you're trying to entice, you know, the juvenile market. You're trying to get younger consumers to pick whatever, like I need your uh, fruit snack versus this other one. But to really do something that's unique, like that's, I have to tell you, the Vampire Heinz I thought was exceptional. I wish it would have been tied to Dracula or like a, a particular film, but I like the idea of like, blood red this is fun someone was bored you took a risk and i like it like how do you somehow elevate sort of what are we seeing in a grocery store hell who knows maybe craft mac and cheese is the future <laughs> no peloton coke zero <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know but it's really interesting how that co-branding that partnership like maybe the pandemic you know we had was a good thing because it dialed shit back because we're at a point where just slapping like okay i have a cool snack i have a cool film let's just put this on it and be great come on man that's not original you're mailing it in at this point so that's what i really like i keep going back to that vampire heinz like that blood red i thought that was fun i thought that was like that was oh or i love how they did the throwback doritos packaging Mm -hmm. there's ways of doing things i don't know like I, i get it it's grocery store yeah, they brought tricks back the the shapes of the, the 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 fruit shapes instead of those little balls. Good job, tricks. Way to way to find your yeah. find your courage again. 
I'm here for this because, you know, I get the idea at the end of the day, going back to, you know, corporations being evil, we want to sell product. We want to create awareness for brands. We want people to buy our shit versus somebody else's shit. And then over here we have movies. We want people to consume content. Like I love going to a movie theater and they had all this wonder woman 84 shit because the movie just didn't come out, you know? So I get that it's just been a mismatch of stuff, but you could do better than craft mac and cheese ice cream. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I get it, but I don't, <laughs> but wait a minute. We're talking about it. Hold on. We are fucking talking about it. So, so they've won. Was it a misfire? They won. They now won. I need they to got try us. It. <laughs> I, it, if you're telling me right now that I could go to, to my local Albertsons and buy mac and cheese ice cream, then I'm, I might have to just go do that because it's curiosity more than anything. Yeah, I know. But I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And get some of that Starlight Coke Zero and let me know. <laughs> it tastes like Coke Zero Bacardi. <laughs> you know, it is. Is as we've been talking, I've been. You know, I guess I. I kind of always knew, but never really consciously thought how all these product entertainment product placement within food has all been uh, targeted towards kids. It's always about cereal and snacks and stuff. It would be interesting if they did more branding that was more adult targeted besides you know beer yeah and 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 out you know i was thinking like i want to see cobra kai but i buy Coors banquet anyway because of the association but you know if i'm standing when i think about the purchase funnel and you know the 20 factors from price to quality to perception to their marketing um i'm in the frozen section i'm looking at lima beans which one am i picking probably the brand probably bird's eye (laughs) you know how much would, oh, Zach Efron, put Zach Efron on a lima beans. You know, is it because they know by the time you're an adult, you're not going to fall for that shit? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like I as a kid, you're going to go, but as a kid, you're going to be like, oh my God, it's Dora. Oh my yeah. God, it's SpongeBob. Oh my God, it's blah, 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 blah. And then as you move into, as, again, when you're looking at older customers, that heritage play nostalgia, because of course I had to buy all the three. I love fucking 3D Doritos. Mm-hmm. Like the, like how you could bite them, they kind of break in half um, or when they did the throwback packaging. So that kind of thing, like, okay, so as the consumer moves into a different, different age demographic, what drives their purchase decision? So mm-hmm. nostalgia, but it's also, what are they doing? How I felt as a kid, <laughs> you know, it's that still going back to anything what's really the common denominator being a kid i think it's maybe having fun like i would fuck it like wait real quick are you gonna go over to like um what the hell do adults buy butter and get the one that has outlander packaging (laughs) 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 i'm gonna go get game of thrones milk like does it work for when you're older but it's interesting is from a price point are we going to go see Bond and appreciate his butter, but we will 100 fucking percent go to a dealer and drop 50,000 on Tom, the car Tom Cruise drove mm. or the thing we saw on iRobot. So it's really interesting because it's the same fundamentals, but like in a grocery store, what's going to change my purchase decision? Oh, I wonder if I feel like cooking that week or health considerations or, oh, I'm sorry, what's available. Good luck trying to find Jif peanut butter these days, <laughs> you know, but like you're saying like these tie-ins, my God, my, I won't stop pitching. The tie-ins are so tied to kids and that sort of Saturday morning cartoon. 
Hell, I want to see some Duran Duran potato chips. I'd buy that. <laughs> you you give me a pack of uh, a hot dogs with Zac Efron on it. Yeah, totally. That's some a Zac- little too much, dude. Come on, you crossed the line with that. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, man. That's just your opinion, dog. But I was just thinking, like, even if I said Duran Duran packaging on whatever chips, it's still going back to being a kid, going back to being a kid, going back to having fun, going back to this, going back to no responsibility. It's still kind of like, it's still going back to that same, what do you want to say that sort of innocence? I have no responsibility, fantasy. Yeah. Whatever presses that dopamine button in your brain. That says they get that they just... So, so, well, so just whatever like like makes you visually see and like expresses joy that like as quickly as possible and, and that's where the especially now you yeah. know between a pandemic the war and looking at the news and uh, i don't know like the news being you know weapons of politics it's like man i just want some fucking fruit snacks <laughs> or like fruit by foot like i get it i fucking get it but what's crazy is like <laughs> you know the irony of all of this Ask me how many times my kids have been in the grocery store while we were shopping. How many? Rare. Rare? It does. You know. So does it fucking matter? Never. I, no. Because especially now with the pandemic, actually, like my husband exclusively did the grocery shopping because to be fair, I went grocery shopping once and came back with a People magazine, some whipped cream, strawberries, and like a bag of chips. And he's like, what the actual <laughs> but going back to But going back to a previous conversation we had. In no way was I going to show skill in homemaking. Mm. So I made sure I couldn't wash a dish. I'm incompetent at grocery shopping and other stuff because I didn't want certain household duties assigned to me because I was female. So it was slightly <laughs> deliberate, but also grocery you know, shopping is not even homemaking. That's just survival. <laughs> no, 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 no. But the idea of why would I be the one grocery shopping? Because I'm the right. woman. Right. So. My husband does laundry. He did the grocery shopping mostly because, oh, hi, Pearl. My old 18-year-old cat's yelling. Her blanket's probably off or she needs snacks. Oh, no. Um, But that whole, you know, my kid's not in the grocery store with me. So when he would buy, you know, whatever for their snack to go to daycare, we'd buy the things to go on their lunch. It just so happened to have Dora or SpongeBob or whatever on it. I never went, ooh, SpongeBob. I got to have that. Mm -hmm. So it's weird. So who the fuck are they marketing to in grocery stores? Because kids aren't doing the shopping. It's a, yeah. So how do we, there, there has to be like, I would love to see. Okay. So IP. So we like Game of Thrones. People like Outlander. Oh, I would buy Squid Game something. I was thinking Squid Game too. Like if they sold those cookies that they try to break apart. Um, yeah. I would totally buy those the little like like Catholic wafers. The, yeah, like, the honeycomb. Yeah, uh-huh. fully random. I got my cat Doug, who you know, I got him um a shirt and sweat jacket for Halloween <laughs> from Squid Games. Three, what four three six four three five? What was the guy's number? I think four three. So I got it for Doug. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But there we go. Like, of course, we see some cool content. We want to be a part of it. And also saying, oh, yeah, I'm in the Squid Games. By the way, what's so crazy. So Squid Games came out. And because I have so much content to watch for work, kind of there's that cue for fun. You know, like I don't quite get to things. And we were looking at schools in Tennessee. And I'm finally, okay, I got to watch Squid Games. My 11-year-old's like, oh, yeah, it's about this, this, and this. I've watched blah, blah, blah on YouTube. 
how the fuck have you seen Squid Games? <laughs> wait, wait, what? You know, amazing. Sorry, Pearl. Pearl, Pearl. Yeah, my. Yeah, she's demanding. My fiance who who teaches uh, a middle school, she's just like, it's crazy how every single middle schooler has watched Squid Game, which is a show for adults. I'm like, well, there it is. Yeah. But like, you know, especially with my little one, you know, she's very much like me. Like at a young age, like I like slasher films. Either you like certain things or you don't. And you got to think she was so raised. Like I fucking love Hunger Games in those films. So she's just kind of raised on whatever that is. So for her, eh. <laughs> I'm like, of course. And the um, like if you call my cell phone, the red light, green light is my text tone. Oh, funny. But it's the Korean version, like how she says it, which Terrifying. I can't repeat. Oh yeah. <laughs> like we let like, oh my God, we love squid games, like me and the kids. And by the way, well done, Casio. I just have to give a shout out to G-Shock in that show. Mm. Anyway, so- yeah, what can I get squid? And the thing is, I don't want squid game squid. Sure, sure. What are those IP partnerships that would actually drive purchases? And to me, I think it's doing something different. And Vampire Heinz, which I love Heinz ketchup anyway, but oh yeah, I'm buying those. I thought it was great. Like just great packaging. It looked cool. It's on our Instagram if you need to see it. But rarely, you know, and these are things like, so we kind of referred to so why we weren't recording and then trying to survive the pandemic and god knows what else and internet not working we just kept posting things on our podcast instagram that we thought were cool and i was just like digging the retro bags of chips and squid games it's squid games and vans <laughs> squid games and pets <laughs> like all of this is on our instagram all the weird shit we saw or like hanging out a grocery store because let's face it our definition of entertainment was um limited mm-hmm. <laughs> for a couple of years and yeah going to the grocery store was my big excitement <laughs> it was it was the it, it was that sense of danger like hey i need to get food but also i could cash it it could get me right now right the first time i stepped foot in a grocery store so my daughter and i were in hawaii when the grid went down march 13th 2020 we were in hawaii for her birthday and we never left the hotel room we kind of just social distance i'm like this is the best place ever to get stuck in a pandemic is Definitely. looking at diamonds. So we flew back on the 16th and my first time in a grocery store was March 17th. Oh my God. Like I took photos, like there was nothing like nothing that Vaughn's downtown, nothing. And it's crazy that sort of our stores have never recovered. Like now we don't have GIF or you don't have craft parmesan cheese or whatever and the thing is yeah that sucks but you know what we are so blessed with abundance and stuff where in the world today we're still here talking about gee what bullshit entertainment crap can i get in a grocery store like we're still so lucky and so blessed but come on craft mac and cheese ice cream <laughs> come on <laughs> we're not there yet like we're not that desperate stuff. yeah what the fuck like right now just give us ice cream and we'd be excited (laughs) we don't need my craft cheese in it anyway so there you go we just had to talk about grocery store fun um and you know the next time you're kind of poking around your vons or your ralphs or wherever you buy your food not whole foods that store's boring as shit same with trader joe's get your ass in a real grocery store like h-e-b 
and just kind of see all the places where entertainment and comic books and whatnot kind of creep their way into a grocery store and why like are you really buying those fruit snacks because of spongebob or those are your favorite and it's really interesting how partnering with ips kind of influence those little decisions you know i don't know but see we find this shit fascinating because this is our career so anyway so next time on entertainment marketing confidential we're going to be kind of shaking it up a bit so we just recorded the first half eventually we'll do the second half of the season but the next time we're going to be talking about kind of the cool shit luxury brands have been doing <laughs> because you know <laughs> it's not like a pandemic and a war let's talk about luxury brands but anyway Thank you for listening. Um, follow us on Instagram at Entertainment Marketing Confidential and Entertainment Marketing on Twitter. And to our 10 listeners and to Eric, thank you. Woo! That's good to see. All right. Woo! Woo! Bye. Bye.